Hey, uh, hey, Jordan. We're we're still at your place. Do you want to try the intro again? You did pretty good last time, actually. <laughs> yeah. What's the What's the states this time? This time, um, I will hang you from the ceiling by your intestines like some kind of ornament, and I will have small children crowd around you with bats <laughs> and beat you until candy comes out. All right. <laughs> That's way more threatening than last time. Yeah, I know. Jesus. You doing the intro? Yeah. Okay. Hello and welcome to the 17th installment of the Synapse Misfire podcast. I am your co-host, acting as your host once again, Jordan, here with your actual host, acting as a co-host, Christopher. Chris, Chris, Chris man. Chris guy. That's me. Uh, uh, I just picked up this air freshener on your desk. Still doesn't smell like anything. It's in, it's in a package. Well, you just still smell it through the package, surely. But it's sealed. It's not like it's not like the package with the staple in it, where the staple creates a hole. It, it's a sealed plastic package. I'm gonna put you in a sealed pa- plastic package in the ground, if you're not careful. <laughs> you keep giving me lip. Shut up. I'll keep you in line. Shut up, Mr. Large. Mr. Large. <laughs> they, uh... You guys won't get that joke, but a few moments ago, off camera, off mic, I was talking to Chris about a game called The Medium. I brought it up on the show. And he goes, I'm not medium, I'm large. Yeah, I go, I'm the large. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, yeah. Welcome to the show. Find this was a Spotify. weird intro if this is the first time you're listening. Unfortunately. Um... But yeah. Find us on Spotify, RSS feed, import us into your favorite, or least favorite, or medium favorite podcast app. Or the large favorite. Sure. <laughs> sure, your supersized favorite. Yeah, supersized. Uh, email, contact yeah. us, synapsemisfire at pm.me. Um, any emails directed towards Chunk or Oscar will be read directly to them. Yes. Fear not, fear not. So if you want to send them an email, as well. yeah, yeah. If you want to say like, "Hey, chunk, you're a sausage roll looking fuck. Go get a job." Uh, that's actually a direct. I directly stole that from a video. Have you seen that video? Of the guy I... yelling at his dog. He goes, "Go get a fucking job. You I... sausage roll looking twice." He's a Scottish guy. I think you showed me it once. I think you showed me. It's a that. It's a good one. I say that to my my cat all the time chunk a little worm looking ass he does he has like a striped sausage yeah oscar's kind of like a striped baguette he is a he is he's definitely a loaf of some kind he's currently on my laptop yeah i don't think that thing's gonna work anymore that's a thinkpad it's tough i've dropped it a few times but oscar's a little more than a drop i guess He's a drop of twenty pounds. although only like a third of him is actually on it so you probably got that's fair probably got like four pounds of pressure don't give me those eyes. Oh, what a jackass. Uh, he's got a little Hitler stash, but it's white. <laughs> he's cute. I love him. Ah, uh, shit. Uh, so, I would say, what have you been up to? But seeing as we've been together for the last three and a half hours. What have I been up to? I've been getting coffee with my my pal, Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Except Jordan didn't had have he didn't get coffee because he already had coffee. And I was like, keep having that coffee. I could go for a coffee. So I drove us to get him a coffee. Yeah. So I got coffee. I paid. Because it's my coffee. But I drove, because it's Chris's coffee. I just tapped the mic there. I don't know if it came up on audio. Yeah, you can see the little wee-wee-wee-wee. A little wee-wee-wee. I would have driven, but I, I hate this godforsaken city that we're in. Yeah, don't blame you. 
Um, anyway, something you didn't get to talk about that's on the notes that I would like to hear about. What is what is up with the office chair? I heard I heard oh. some things happen. <laughs> I saw it in the Discord. Fucking, it is a saga, my friend. Okay. So buckle up. I have a I have my office chair, the one in my room. The one that was in my room. It was a big and tall chair purchased from Staples. Okay. Or Office Max. Like maybe two years ago. Wasn't that Office old of not a chair? That old, yeah. And it was a big and tall chair specifically because I'm big and tall. I can I, attest to that. I only get I only get big and tall chairs because why would I spend money on a chair that I'm over the weight limit on and break it? Mm-hmm. You know, I just have to accept the reality that I'm heavier than most. Yeah. Right. Um, Oscar lives with that feet every day. <laughs> so I ended up getting the chair, and it ha- as a Discord notification, uh, maybe shut that off, or I will shut your life off. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> So, um, basically, uh, big and tall chair, big and tall chair. It didn't break in a way that was like, would have been like the piston where that would be affected by the weight on it. Yeah. So the way the chair works is. There's the arms on the side, and they bolt into the seat, like the one that I'm on right now. They bolt into the seat and in the backrest. And on the seat, they bolt into a big, like, metal plate. Yep. And I was sitting on my chair, and I leaned back, and all of a sudden, I heard a snap, and I fell back. (laughs) And uh, one of the screws that was holding the metal plate to the seat... I'm sorry. Yeah, the metal plate... To the seat, uh, the actual piece of wood on the chair, the screw or bolt or whatever was there, snapped. Huh. So I go, oh, fuck. So I grabbed my temporary chair. I, I used that one for a bit, and I was like, this isn't going to work. There's no fucking wheels on it. Oh, uh, the one that you usually record in? Yeah, and it has completely fucked up wheels. So I go, oh, this isn't going to work. So I f- tried to figure out how to get my old chair back. And what I did is I cut the cushion open a little bit. Oscar's now sleeping on my laptop. That's fine. Um, I cut the cushion open a little bit, and I found the little metal plate, and I found the hole where the bolt was in, and I grabbed a screw, and I just... Drove it through. Screwed it right in. And that was okay for a little bit. By this time, I had already ordered a new chair. I was just sticking it out to get to wait for the new one. Yeah. So, a few days go by, all is well with this temporarily fixed chair, and I think the this is behind me. You've moved on to bigger and bolder I things. Hear, I hear another snap. I fall back again. So, the fix that I did, the screw that I put in there, was like, not big enough, and... I was, like, too fucking lazy to go get one that was big enough to fix it. And I was like, ah, whatever. The chair's broken already. I'm not going to put effort into fixing it. Yeah. So, I got the other chair, and I conceded. I sat down. All right, whatever. This will be okay for now. 
And then I got to thinking, you know, well, I have one chair with a bad seat and one chair with bad wheels. Swap the base. What if I take the seat from the bad wheels chair and put that on the good wheels from the bad seat chair? Mm -hmm. So I tried that. I did that. I spent a while. I, I rigged it together. And that worked for about a day. Because <laughs> I had to make new bolt holes. Yeah. So the new bolts I put in it, or the bolts that I put in it that were now further back, um, just sheared right out of the bottom of the chair. Okay. So that didn't work. So I finally, finally conceded and just put the original wheels back on. And sat down on the broke-ass wheelchair. And I used that. But the good news is, the day after that, my new chair showed up. Hmm. So now I have a new chair. It was a nice one? It's pretty nice. How much was it? It was like 250 bucks. I no. want a new chair. This one's nice, but I also... I wanted to get one of those racing-style chairs. Um, but they, and the, they have big and tall ones. Because I'm obviously not going to get a regular one. That I'd be over the weight limit on and break. Yeah. So they have big and tall ones. But like a big and tall DX racer chair is like 650 bucks. Holy shit. I'm like, I'm not fucking spending $650 on a chair right now. No. Maybe eventually one day, but not right now. No. So uh, I did some shopping around to see if there was other racing chairs that would tickle my fancy. And I was like, nah, it's just ain't working. So I found an executive office chair, which is like, have you ever sat in the seats on like an old Cadillac? Yeah. They're like big, soft, cushy seats. It's like that. It's like that. That's what they're like. So, but that was my chair saga. I have a new chair now. Nice. And it's pretty good. You have the one without the wheels still? I have the one with the bad seat. The wheels are still detached, yeah. But I have the one with the broken wheels that is attached properly. I'm just wondering for the next time we record at your house if we retire the mustard chair. No, I have I have three I have three out of four of the screws in that in the original chair. So I I swapped one broken I I lost one chair and gained one chair, so I I really didn't gain anything. Gotcha. Um So at least you survived and you didn't uh, get a piston up the asshole. Like what I just was ripped through the seat. That that was part of what I was scared of. What I was scared of with my jerry rig chair is that the bolts would like snap, and I would fall forward and like break my nose or something. Ooh. Or if I was leaning back, slam the back of your head or something. Like shit. fall over and give myself a concussion. And I was like, you know, maybe that's probably not a good idea. So yeah. I'm glad it failed the way it did. Yeah, that's true. In a very non-detrimental sort of way. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my unexpected expense that came up that prevented me from getting a quest. Oh, really? That was the one you mentioned? Yes. Oh, yes. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but I guess the, the next point of interest is uh, something I should have talked about last episode, but we kind of we had that habitual thing of rambling on and, and yeah. getting sidetracked. Um. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. You're the Assassin's Creed guy. Is it any good? It is excellent. 
Really? So, prior to the game's launch, there was a lot of speculation that it was supposed to be Assassin's Creed take on The Witcher. Mm, and I can a, see that. That is a that is a bold game to take on as Ubisoft. Um, and I can see the inspiration, the way it's set up. Um, the inspiration is fine, but like, how does the story hold up? Let's put it this way. Uh, since maybe a lot of people like Bayek from Assassin's Creed Origins, everybody hates Alexios from Odyssey, but they are okay with Cassandra. But I would say, since Ezio or Connor, since like the old game, Assassin's Creed 4 with um, Edward, the main character is the most likable since then. Really? Um, Eivor. Male or female, whatever one you want. Um, it's the same character, same name. Oh, it's the same thing as like Cyberpunk is going to be, where you're yeah, V. Yeah, you play V, but it's... A guy or a girl, whatever one you Either want. Either way, yeah. Um, it's Eivor of the Raven Clan. Um, and I would have to say, I, I kind of want to discuss a little bit of the story, which I don't think will matter too much. I mean, it's the beginning, literally the first, like, hour of the game. Oh, okay. Um, do they do that thing that, like, a lot of Ubisoft games do where they just introduce a character that's close to the main character and then fucking kill them in the first hour of the game? That's literally what I was just going to talk about. I was going to say. How do I know? I know how Ubisoft games are put together. Yeah. They're was, all the same. I was going to say, the the intro was a little interesting because you play as Eivor as a little kid and... You're at a feast with all your, your Viking family, and then there's a raid, and okay. your parents die. Um, and then you kind of escape on horseback, and you get your horse, I believe, gets shot, or something happens where you fall off the horse, and you land on a patch of ice, um, like a frozen lake, and you get attacked by a wolf. Um, and essentially, the wolf like fucking fucks you up. You end up, I guess, killing it, and then it, it glitches out with the animus, and it goes back to real time. And then when you come back to the game, you play as the adult Eivor, who you would have thought was possibly dead because of the wolf attack, and now their new thing is they're known as the wolf kissed. Um, That's fair. And it's it's cool because it, it essentially, this is the one complaint I had about the story, was that that happens. Yeah. The ma- this bad guy is set up as the one who killed your family, and then you kill him in the first hour of the game. <laughs> You literally go on one mission. So, so the whole fucking game is pointless after that. You yeah. have no motivation to continue playing. So the motivation is you take over England from Norway. Ooh. So. Okay. I, I, I think I've said this on the show, but I've definitely said it to people in person. Mm-hmm. Is um, there needs to be more Viking games. Yeah. Where you just roll up on a, like, a big rowboat like they had. You roll up to, like, a monastery, and you just start fucking beheading monks, and... That's what it is. That's fucking awesome, you, you actually. similar shit to that, where it's a bunch of Christian people, just and because you just raid this, like, monastery. Yeah. Just because I I really like... Mm. I don't know if, what this says about me as a person, but I really like brutality in video games. Well, yeah, I mean, you can't really expect a Viking video game to be soft. The Vikings had the fucking... The what was it? The flaming eagle or whatever, where they would they would just hang you oh, up yeah, by they all would fours fucking, and cut you in they half. Would, and, yeah, they would spread your ribs out. Yeah, that's fucking cool. Like, yeah, um, this is the first Assassin's Creed game with dismemberment. Actually, as a matter of fact. Oh, that's you cool. cut off limbs and shit. 
Um, that's the thing is I really like brutality in games. Yeah. Um, the more cartoonish it is, the better. I think. Yeah. <laughs> to a point. To a point. Yeah. Like Doom was like really cartoonish, but also like really great. in a way that was good, and it was. I had that perfect balance of cartoonish and realism because it's still a, a fucking demon that you're killing. Yeah. But like, it is very cartoonishly brutal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fallout does that too, where it's very cartoonishly brutal. Yeah. I don't know about Fallout Four, but I know in New Vegas, there was a perk you could get that would give you like a ninety percent chance of dismemberment with shotguns. <laughs> so you would hit someone. And that was per limb, too. So you would hit someone, and they would just fall to pieces. And it was so stupid. <laughs> and I funny. loved it. I loved it. That is funny. Um, but real dismemberment, is that sort of the idea? Yeah. Um, like, for example, there'll be a... a fit- so you can basically parry, and if you, you know, knock out the enemy's stamina, you can do, like, a finishing move. And say the guy has a Danath, the finishing move is applicable to whatever weapon the character you're fighting is using. Oh, really? So what it'll do... Like a spearman, right? He'll... He or she, if you're whatever, Eivor. Um, you do the finisher, he'll kick the spear into the air, catch it, hit them up, and then pike them into the ground Ooh. with it. Um, or if they have a Danats, he'll kick it in the air, catch it, they'll go to block with their hands in the air, and he'll cut right through their hands into their, their shoulder, and their hands <laughs> their hands will get cut off, and then they'll fall to the ground with the, the ats in their shoulder. That's pretty cool. Uh, if they have a mace, he'll basically kick out their legs, and as they fall down, hit them in the face with it, and then stomp it into their head. So it's a bunch of shit like that. Um, also, just in regular combat, like if you just normally hit them with a light attack and kill them, it'll usually, he'll hit them in the neck and then slice and then shoulder check them and their head will fall off. Um, That's very rare to see in um, a, lot of, a lot of games, I feel like, are apprehensive to do dismemberment. A lot of them are. Um, yeah. Even in like uh the witcher it's not an overly violent game you see a beheading a couple of times yeah it over the course of my 100 hour save i saw Geralt behead maybe 3 people yeah um because that is a finishing move you can do if you t- i i feel like there's some check you have to pass in the game to do it yeah um where Geralt will do a finishing move and he just cuts someone's head clean off yeah and that's not an overly violent game so i i can excuse that but I just feel like more games need to get into that. They More games need to have the stones, the cojones, the balls to do some dismemberment. Well, I feel like Red Dead 2 kind of... I don't even mean to bring it back to that, but... It's always Red Dead 2. This <laughs> is, is the this is the anti-Apple Red Dead 2 podcast. Yeah. But, like, think about it. When you hit someone in the face with a revolver, right? Their head has, you know, it's the not... bullet entrance wound and the exit wound. But then if you hit them with, like, a shotgun, it cleaves their head off. Like, yeah. I think it's done pretty well. That. that one's done pretty well. Uh, if we see it, uh, we talked about it last episode, so I don't want to go too deep into yeah, it. No, but if we see sure. a GTA 6, I want to see that sort of thing. In there. I really don't think they'll do it. Just because of how like over the top the NPC violence is. I don't think they'll have you roam in the streets with an RPG dismembering people. Nah, that'd be so fun it though. Would, it would be. I just because don't think I, I remember there was a program that still exists probably called Open 4. where you can You can... I used to use it for mods. Yeah, yeah. They they did ban it for a while, but it came back. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, they had open four where it's more in-depth mods where it messes with the game files directly. Yeah. Rather than just being an add-in that you put in there. Yeah. It's just replacements for certain game files. 
Um, what I really liked about it is for GTA, you could have, um, there was like a, a realistic damage mod. There was a, a disarm mod, which I really liked and dismemberment mod for like real violence. Yeah. So in police chases, what you could do is you could shoot a cop in the knee and he would fall because, you know, you shot him in the knee and then you could shoot his hand and he would drop his gun and then you could just fucking cut him up, cut his arms off with a knife. Jesus Christ. I love that shit in video games. Yeah. Again, I don't know what that says about me as a person, but well, I'm I'm sure were Sigmund Freud still kicking, he'd probably have an opinion on that. Oh, I'm sure. Um But Sigmund Freud loved cocaine and I do not, so <laughs> that's a plus. Uh but yeah anyway, back to back to Valhalla. Um the game is just... Sorry if you hear this, by the way. This is my coffee. Yeah, it's fine. Mine's been over here rattling a bit, too. Um, the characters are all very likable. Um, and there's a lot of there's a lot of like, comedy to the game, which is cool. Oh, really? Like, you, your character's like Ezio, where he's super charismatic. Like, there's literally a charisma skill in the game that you level up by flighting, which is like roast-off battles, basically. <laughs> um, and, yeah, just to be honest... the. It's just, it's cool. Is, um, is there, like, if there's a charisma skill, is there, like, speech checks, like, in Fallout? Yeah, where you where... can have, like, a certain level of charisma, and that opens up a dialogue. Exactly, yeah. There's... So, you can, <laughs> what I, I had, um, I had my charisma really, really maxed in one of my Fallout 4 playthroughs, and that was my evil playthrough. I, ma- I didn't max strength or anything. I maxed... Uh, intelligence and charisma, and yeah. I used it to extort money out of people. <laughs> I uh, it was fucking brutal. There was a mystery because they don't have side quests really in this game. They have mysteries, which is like kind of Red Dead encounters, but a little bit goofier and less serious. Uh, uh, Red Dead I, has goofy ones too, but a lot of, of them are, are goofy too. Yeah. Um, but these are like almost always goofy. It's like someone like just random shit where someone's like oh my dog is trapped in the house it's on fire and you go rescue it's a fox and the person's drunk as fuck and it's like all Uh, it's weird shit like that but it's all pretty cool um and one of them was this guy who's like he's a warrior and his whole family was slaughtered and he's like saying he can't cry because he's a warrior so you have two options. You can be level three charisma, and you give him permission as a quote unquote fellow warrior to rem- uh, to remorse, or you can just say "fight me" and take out your <laughs> anger, and you just fight each other to the death. But uh, I, so that's I almost where, like, I almost like that as an option better. What fight fighting? Me? Yeah, I always like fight. How's the fighting in that game? How's the combat? Um, it's pretty good. It's very Witcher-ish. It's not like a okay. uh, slow and methodical type of thing. Um, I will say I have the difficulty cranked up, and it really makes you have to pay attention. Like you can get fucked easily. Slow and methodical. It's it's not sort of it's my it's my style, but I have to be in the mood for it. Mm-hmm. Like that's why. I couldn't get super into the... That's one of the reasons why I couldn't get super into the Souls games. Is because it's just like the combat's kind of slow and you really have to pay attention. Yeah. To what you're doing, what the enemy's doing, Mm -hmm. so you know how to react. Yeah. So a lot of it will be like enemies have a normal attack that you can typically parry. 
Um, but there's a parry window, so you can't just hold the button or anything. Okay. They'll have um, some attacks that don't show up. So, like, there's usually a little indicator, but some attacks are too, quote-unquote, fast, so they don't show up, and you kind of have to pay attention to that. Um, okay. There's unblockables, which is where you can dodge, and if you have the certain skill, you can wait and then try to perfect dodge to get uh, so, an advantage. So you're telling me, right, I, I can't imagine the unblockable attacks. The unblockables, I can't imagine you can block those. Nah, I don't think so. Um, that that was a joke I was trying to do, but I couldn't land it right. I apologize. Um, I, I I'll resign now. But but the combat itself is actually pretty good. Um, when you're going on raids and you're kind of like you dodge to an enemy and you start hacking them, and then someone comes up behind you, so you dodge backwards and attack that person. And like I said, I have the game, I have the uh, difficulty cranked up for stealth because what I like is they split up the difficulties. They have uh, like a general difficulty, and then they have a combat and a stealth difficulty. Oh. So combat, say say you don't want too much combat, you can set it to low or easy, I should say. But stealth, if you want to be really sneaky, where like enemies will see you moving too fast in a bush, you can crank it up. You're fucking telling me that a Ubisoft game had some innovation to it. Yeah. Never thought I'd see the day. Um. Never thought I'd see the day. Yeah. Yeah, so I have, I have everything cranked up to hard. Um, not maths. I think the maths for stealth and combat is hard, and then general game difficulty is, like, something higher. I have it set to high for everything, or hard, I should say. Okay. Um, and it took me a little bit to get into the combat because I was just getting raw-dawed at every stage. That's fair. Yeah. Um, which the same thing happened to me with The Witcher 3. I was like, damn, this game's extremely difficult. And then by the end, I was like, I'm mopping the floor with it. Well, that's the, that's, that's the thing with Witcher. Like, the first, your first, like, level 1 to 10 is kind of difficult. And then past level 10, it just becomes a, like lambs to the slaughter. Yeah. It's brutal. You just click and he just goes. Yeah. Especially once you have that perk that makes food last 20 minutes or Which whatever. is the first thing I got. Like, one of the first things I got. And as soon as I saw the description, I was like, bro... Yeah, obviously you got to get that, and the the game just becomes a cakewalk after that. Yeah, um, so one of the my favorite things that has happened in this game though, and I just really wanted to talk about this. Um, there's drinking games you can play, so you do like a drink off and you place a bet. Oh, okay. So I raided a village, right? And I'm just I'm fucking I'm slicing heads off. I'm shooting a dude in the back of the head with an arrow. I'm body slamming one dude. I'm cutting this dude's arms off and beating him with them. Just fucking shit up, right? And then I bust into a door to open a chest, and there's a dude drinking. And I, I just started drinking with him. I, I ended up doing a drinking game, and I beat him. So then I stumble out of the shack drunk. I have 400 silver because I placed a 200 silver bet, so I get obviously his portion. I come stumbling out of the shack drunk, and then I just get uh, barraged <laughs> by by enemies in this raid. And keep in mind, this is during a raid. This isn't a mission. This was just a raid in the, in the game where you find D a village. During a raid, you just get fucked up, and you just... Yeah, and I just stumble out of this shack, and I'm fighting people drunk, and it was just the funniest thing I've That's I've actually... Seen. That's really interesting. I'm... I... You know? I'll say it. I'll look into buying it. Yeah, I would, uh... I'd recommend trying it, cause, uh, because if after... you do buy it, get it on the Epic Game Store, because you can refund it, but you can't on uh, Uplay. Yeah, you had mentioned that. Um, I'll probably end up getting it, because I'm, you know, as much as I am a Linux guy, I've been in Windows more and more now, mm -hmm. just because I've been playing more games. Yep. And a lot of times it's less of a hassle to do it on Windows. Yeah. Um, and 
I might just finally concede and just leave that main gaming PC as a Windows machine. Yeah. Um, but there are still certain things that I like in... Uh, I'm not going to get into the debate. There's certain things that I like in Linux still. That you'd rather do, yeah. But, again, not going to get into all the specifics because I, I, I really don't want to talk about it right now. Yeah. Not that it's, like, difficult for me or anything. It's just, it's like... Not in the mood. I just don't want to talk about uh, operating systems. I've talked about them way too much. <laughs> Um, uh, Christ, yes, Epic Game Store. That's what I was saying. Uh, uh, so I would be okay with the Epic Game Store just because it's actually like a decent platform. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm in Windows more, and you can get it natively on on Windows, and yeah. you can't get it natively on Linux. It's a bit of a pain. Yeah, makes sense. Um, also, I just want to talk about how well optimized the game is. For really, the Microsoft game. I have an RTX 2070, as you know, and an i9 2070 Super. I've run the game at high settings, pretty solid 85. Not bad. For 14, a Ubisoft 40. game, 1440p. For a Ubisoft game. Is Ubisoft making good games now? Somewhat. I mean, Watch Dogs Legion wasn't really my cup of tea, but it, a lot of people like it. And Valhalla actually has really good reviews. What the fuck? Oh, Ubisoft making good games. They've kind of redeemed themselves over the last few over the last few years, 91% of players like this game. Nice. Yeah, with some meta score. 80. <clears throat> 81. Yep. Um, I'm telling you, Valhalla's a really good game. Um, and one of the. See, there's like some weird parts where like they actually innovated, like you said. Like one of my favorite ways they innovated is the steel tree. So they have the steel tree, which just is massive. It's just like plus five damage, this, that pretty standard it's just a big ass fucking thing you just you dump points into the way they did power is you have zero power your character rating when you level up every time you level up there's no levels you just proceed through a threshold and you get two skill points and when you put in those skill points that's two power so for me i'm like level 91 or something uh, power 92 i mean so that means i've dumped in 92 skill points Oh, and you, and then you can like respec and do all yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. But the biggest thing that is really cool is the abilities. Okay. Um, so in like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, for example, you bought abilities as you leveled up, and it was just like, like for example, one of the fucking abilities was like, oh, you throw a spear that's as fast as light and like pierces through every enemy, and it's like shit like that. So, in this game, you have to find them in the world. Oh. Through what's called books of knowledge. Uh, part of me thinks that's really cool, but part of me thinks that's a huge pain in the ass. Uh, no, because the reward is hefty. Okay. So, for example, I raided a monastery. That monastery was considered a key location. Oh, well. you find them in like raids and stuff. Different it's parts not of the just map. like you fucking find them anywhere. No. So okay. There, there, All so right, that's less obnoxious. There's three things in the world in every district of the map. There's artifacts, which is like collectibles. Yeah. Mysteries, which is like those encounters I talked about. And okay. wealth. Wealth is like special chests that might have armor pieces and might have uh, just money for your camp. Because you have to build up a camp too. You have to upgrade your camp and add new areas to it and it unlocks new things in the game. So you might add like a fishing hut and now you have the ability to fish, which lets you complete certain side uh, mysteries. I think because um, I have been really getting back into video games. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that might be my next venture then, is, uh, uh Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Valhalla. 
fucking Odyssey's there's been really, so Odyssey. many there's been so many goddamn Assassin's Creed games that wasn't even me making a joke or anything that was just a slip of the tongue. Odyssey is good, but Valhalla is so much better. I meant Valhalla. Yeah. But well, I don't know where the fuck I got Odyssey from. I was talking about it a few minutes ago. Probably. I was comparing this. My next venture is AC Valhalla. Uh, um because I'm not a huge Assassin's Creed guy. Yeah, remember I said they wanted it to be like The Witcher, it's a lot more like The Witcher. But if it's like The Witcher, it's probably something I'd like. Um, like I said, main character is interesting. The way you get abilities is cool, and um, the it's kind of like a weird thing. You, one of the only other things I complain about is one some of the mysteries in the districts are to like fight special enemies. So, okay. Like there's a district, um, Lita Chestershire, right? It's a level. What the fuck kind of it's name all is Norse. that? It's all Norse stuff. Leicestershire, London, but it's spelled L-U-N-D-E-N. Now Leicestershire is like very English. Yeah, that's like the most British fucking town I've ever heard. Yeah, um, but it's like a level twenty area. Um, but yet one of the mysteries there is to fight like this fucking cracked out lady. That's, you have to. You have to. And she's a level hundred seventy. You have to fight a a Fallout death claw. That's the mission. Just a fu- the same model as Fallout. It's just a death claw. But the thing is, she's like level 170 in this level 20 district. <laughs> All right. Something really funny because of the way you said it. Something really funny about in in this Viking game that you show up and you just fist fight a crackhead is what I'm picturing. Um, actually, one of the one of the things that made me so happy. So, it's kind of got that once again. Arthur Morgan vibe where he's like a badass in disguise. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, your character, like everyone who talks to him is like, oh, that's a big brute. Like, he'll fuck you up. Like, as if you're this big bad guy. And I just did a quest where I go to this town and this drunk guy shows up and he just he just pushes my your character off screen and then starts giving a speech, right? So, I he pushes him and the guy's giving the speech and I'm like, okay. What is, the fuck? Is my guy gonna fuck him up? Right? He goes to say something and then hands just come from the side of the screen and your guy just pits him up by the head and slams him into a counter i love and then that shit he just goes uh i feel oh he says something he's like uh he's like who the fuck do you think you are after he slams him and then these a bunch of dudes just show up and you just fuck them up see that's my thing um all right my this my last mention of red dead for this episode i i promise same what i like about red dead is when you have moments like that and you just start fucking people up like fist fighting um and you get your hat knocked off and that's a thing you you just mop the floor beat the shit out of like eight people and you just pick up your hat that was just a little side little side comment that's so badass you just pick up your hat and walk away but anyway that's part of the thing i really like about and it as cheesy as it is um part of the thing i really like about anime whereas like a lot of this is a cliche anime protagonist thing is where they're just like a a hidden badass and it's so overdone and so over the top but i love it every time yeah that's that's what i really like about anime and and the only thing that i don't like in that dynamic is that um a lot of fucking stupid weebs compare themselves to a protagonist all the time yeah and yep. it's really obnoxious. That's where you have problems where, like, it's, yeah, it becomes, like, cringy. Exactly. And that's why I don't openly talk about anime. Also, because I don't watch anime very often. Yeah. 
There's a few that I've been meaning to watch, but I know you're not an anime guy, so I won't talk about it. I mean, you can if you want. I, the last, what was the last anime I watched? Inuyashiki? Inuyashiki? I don't know how you say it, but it was really fucking good. It was really short, too. Like, 12 episodes. And before that was JoJo's, which is not done. Very long. I read into it. I watched the first five parts. I read part six, part of part seven, and I just got bored with it. It's like, after a while, it's just kind of the same shit. And also, JoJo's fans are the fucking worst. So, I just tried to... I just exited the fandom. I'm not, like... I'm not I'm not super super into JoJo's anymore. Yeah. That so. makes sense. I can't find the fucking clip, but whatever. Um Yeah, there's just there's some badass moments like that. Uh yeah, that's probably my next venture. Um at least until Cyberpunk. Yeah, at least between I I feel like I could probably beat it between now and Cyberpunk. If you focus it, yeah. I mean, I'm 22 hours in, and I've been doing a lot of all of the side stuff. Because basically. Red Dead my Red Dead Ah, oh, fuck, I mentioned it again. This is about my save, though. Yeah, that's no big deal. My Red Dead save has been, like, two weeks, and I'm almost done with the game. Yeah. Yeah, I think you could. And I want to do a bunch of the extra stuff, but that's beside the point. Yeah. Um, and I can do that sprinkled in between an actual playthrough of mm-hmm. Valhalla. Um, but, yeah, like, I mean, not to ramble on anymore. Can but you the... play? Can you? Is there, like, morality sort of thing? Um... Can you play as just a fucking menace? There's decisions. Because that's totally my jam. So there's decisions you have to make that are good and bad, but it doesn't seem to affect much Just once in a video game, I want to play as a fucking menace. Yeah. Most of the time, because the game, the game, uh, I'll I'll keep distracted. Uh, The game, most games actually, they force you to be like a good guy. And this is a thing with like almost every game. Um, Is like to get the best stuff and the best dialogue and everything the true endings people call it is you have to be a good guy you have to and that's i think we need more games where you're just a fucking you're just a piece of shit you're just an absolute menace because there's nothing fun about always being the good guy obviously you feel like you're the good guy all the time and being good is good i guess but you need at least one game where you're just a villain. And, I mean, I guess, in a sense, I'm kind of rambling here. In a sense, um, you are kind of in, in like, doom. You're almost like a villain um, to these demons. You're the, you're the traumatic event. I was talking about how your... Jordan just went off the piss. I was just rambling on. Um, I was talking about how... In most games, you're forced to be, like, a good guy. If yeah, you want I heard the true, the, the true endings. Yeah. Um, and I want a game where you're just... You you play as just an objectively terrible person. Mm-hmm. Just a villain. Just well, an absolute menace. I was gonna say, Infamous did that pretty good. Um, where there was multiple endings based off your ha- heroism. And you could be, like, a good guy who help people. You could just fucking kill all the civilians, side well, but with that's the bad how, guy. But that's how every game is. I want one where you're... No matter what, you're the, the bad true, guy. The true ending, because most of the time the true endings are people, the good are, you're the good guy. I want a game where the true ending is you're a fucking menace. Well, there should be just like a linear game where you're a bad guy. Yeah. You have to be an absolute piece of shit. Yeah. And I feel like the, Far Cry has the potential for that. The point is where you're not supposed to... 
sympathize and idolize and see yourself in the main character, you're supposed to not like the main character. Or you think they're the good guy at first. Like Breaking Bad. And if you haven't watched Breaking Bad, the show ended seven years ago, so I'm going to yeah, spoil I it. Yeah, I don't care. Um, okay, well, that's good. Because I'm going to spoil it. Where, not majorly, though. Where Walter White, you 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 sympathize with him at first. Mm-hmm. And then you he slowly develops into the villain. And he was never the good guy to begin with. Yeah. Kind of like Dutch. <laughs> exactly. Red Dead 2, baby. <laughs> Can we can we get a spoiler tag for that specific clip? Yeah. yeah. Or you can just bleep that. <laughs> just do one bleep. <laughs> kind of like in Breaking Bad. <laughs> no, in Breaking Bad, that's what Walter White's character arc is. Is he starts off as you you're rooting for this guy. You're like, oh, he's making money for his family, you know, in a less than legal way. But he's making money for his he's family. He's doing what's right for his family. Yeah. Exactly. Uh. Uh. And basically, he, over time, you're like, this guy's a fucking monster. Mm-hmm. He's like killing people. He blew a guy up. Yeah, you know, and he's just a fucking monster. So that's what I want to see in a video game. And if there's any games like that, please let me know because that's yeah. that's part of that's what I'm really into. That's what I liked in um in the Joker. In that, did you see the Joker? No, I haven't. We can talk about it. Yeah. Okay. He's very because I, mean, I know how the Joker is. Yeah. yeah. It's very much like you. Or, this is sort of a different dynamic, is you understand why he does what he does. But you still don't agree. But you still don't, it's, it, you still understand that it's objectively bad what he did. You know, mm-hmm. like, at the, you've probably seen it, the end of the Joker where he shoots Murray. Mm-hmm. And, like, objectively, it's a bad thing to do because he fucking killed the guy in cold blood. Yeah. But you understand why he did what he did. Yeah. And you kind of are rooting for him, but in a way that you're like, Ugh. I shouldn't want him to do this, I but I do. I shouldn't like this guy. I shouldn't like Arthur Fleck. But man, I understand why he does what he does. And that's what I want in a video game. Something like that, or something like I just said, where you seem like the good guy, and then over the course mm-hmm. of the game, you just realize you're a fucking monster. And yep. you're, um, oh, you know what game I heard is like that, but it's not really my type of game, is Fury. It's like a boss rush game. Sounds familiar. You break out of a prison, and you go through, and you, um, you go through, and you fight different bosses. Yeah. And, um, over time, it unfolds that you're just, like, a fucking menace. You're just a, uh, an animal. Just killing everything. And that you probably should have been in the prison in the first place. Um... Yeah, a lot of games do that where you're the main character and you like break out of prison, but then you end up being the good guy. Yeah, that's the thing is I don't want a good guy. I want to play yeah. as a fucking piece of shit where you're like, man, I thought I liked this guy, but man, do I hate him. Yeah, speaking of like villains and menaces. Um... And it's okay even if he dies at the end because that's what happens in Breaking Bad. You're yeah. like, well, he's, I'm rooting for this guy. And then you're like, oh, man. Oh, okay. he did this. Oh, ugh. and then he dies at the end. You're like, oh, that's probably for the best. Yeah. Um, Far Cry Six seems to be. Oh, uh, isn't that where you play like you're like uh, Vaz almost? It's supposed to be like a similar um, situation. It's supposed to be like a, Va- a Vaz esque villain. Oh, Again. all right. It's not Vaz. I thought no. it was like a prequel there, to there like was, Far Cry Three. There was 3. a rumor, a leak before it was officially announced that said oh. it would be. 
Oh, right. Um, and I think there's still speculation that they're going to tie it in. But essentially, they're going back to like their roots where you're kind of like a, a good guy that's um, named. So like Far Cry 5, you're just like the, the sheriff or whatever. Yeah, you're just some guy. Yeah, the deputy or whatever the fuck it is. And like the villains are like, yeah, fuck that guy. But apparently like Far Cry 6, you're supposed to be like this specific person named Danny. And, like, there's a whole overarching, in-depth plot, finally. This is the same thing in 3, 4, and 5. Where Far Cry 3, you... Uh, I don't remember 3, but... You're uh, Jason, I believe. But 4, the the kid has a name. I say mm-hmm. kid, he was probably canonically older than me. The guy has a name, but you see him, like... You see his face, like, once. Yeah. In the entire game, and it's at the very, very beginning. Yeah. And, um... Overall, you're just a fucking blank slate. Yeah. Which I would I would prefer a character with more character to them. Yeah. Well, I think that's where Far Cry Six could be really good, where you have That'd a be character with like a personal motivation, which the motivation of the characters to free their country, liberate it. That's so, fair. Um, I think it'd be kind of dope, actually. To finally, yeah. Be a good character because they've had good villains in the past, like because Ross, and then. Min. Uh. Well, and then I mean. Far Cry, Assassin's Creed, those are big offenders of, like, you have to be a good guy. Yeah. Um, well, Far Cry 4 was kind of gray in that way, but it wasn't written very well, so... Yeah. It was like, well, you can shoot up the place and, and, and take revenge, or you can just make peace with... What happened? With what happens. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not very well written, mm-hmm. so, like, I didn't care. Yeah. Um, but I forgot where I was going with this. Uh, not well written. You have to be yes, a good guy. Yes, you have Assassin's to be Creed. a good guy. Assassin's Creed, Far Cry are really big for that. If you're not a good guy, they just fucking off you. Well, yeah, because in, in Assassin's Creed, yeah, you desynchronize if you kill civilians. Yeah, I want to be a fucking animal. I... I did that in my Fallout. I do. I did a Fallout Four Evil playthrough, and it was so fun. Well, yeah, I feel like that's where Bethesda games are good. I did it. I extorted money out of people every time. Fucking what's his name? Christ, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Fallout. Yeah, the guy, the fucking Minutemen guy. I can't believe I'm blanking on this. Garvey. Preston Garvey. Yeah, it is Garvey. Yeah, every time Garvey was like, I got a civilization that needs your help. I just walked over and slaughtered the civilization, regardless of who was there. Man, woman, child, I killed them all. Holy shit. There was a person that was sleeping when I found them, and I dropped a grenade on them while they were sleeping. I was a fucking monster. I was a monster. Mm. I extorted money out of people. I sold drugs. That's the sort of game I want. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. We haven't had where you have maybe uh, because there's like I said, there's a lot of games where you have the option to do that, but it's obviously never the best choice. But I want that a game where it's the best choice to do that. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know what we forgot to mention? This episode is going up after Thanksgiving. Happy holidays, fuckers! Happy Thanksgiving. Eat your turkey, but socially distance. Socially fuck your turkey in the ass. I. I'd fuck a turkey, honestly. I almost fucked one with my car the other day. Nice. I, uh... I don't see many turkeys anymore. Like, wild turkey. I used to yeah. see wild turkeys all the time. 
And there was some last year. I don't year, know why they're all they're all dead. But I, I didn't, there's some last year, but this year maybe they got coronavirus. Mm, they're social distancing. From me, yeah. I uh. Off the beaten path. Well, it's turkey related. There, cause you know, and this is we're in uh, New England. New England has turkeys fucking everywhere. Yeah. Turkeys all over the place. Um, and that's part partially why you eat turkey on Thanksgiving because that's where the first Thanksgiving was was New England. So yeah. Um, there's turkeys all over the fucking place, and there was like one time like twenty turkeys in my yard. Holy shit. This is when I was like eight or nine. There was like 20 fucking turkeys in my yard. And I had this little electric dirt bike. I still have it. Um, <laughs> and I charged it up. And I got on this little dirt bike and I rode around my yard. I was ripping around my yard while the turkeys were chasing me. And huh. uh, that was fun. And I was like, I've kind of fucked myself because now I can't stop. Or else I'm going to get eaten by turkeys. Oh, yeah, true. The the only way I stopped is because my dad pulled into the driveway and, and scared the up. turkeys off. <laughs> but, yeah, turkeys are mean. Turkeys are no joke. Oh, yeah, they'll fuck you up. Um, But, yeah, unfortunately, um, I hope everyone's safe over the Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah. Uh, I'm not doing anything because typically with my family I would go to a restaurant. The restaurant does not do Thanksgiving service this year for obvious reasons yeah um so i will be uh at home unlike many many years i i this is the first time in many many years that i'm just home for thanksgiving just hanging out but i'm on vacation which is fun that's always next week i work monday wednesday and i'm off till the following wednesday hey it's beautiful isn't it nothing bad with that it's beautiful Um, i wanted to bring this up i don't know why this just came back into my head i meant to put it on the show notes but uh the PlayStation 5, Series X, and PC load time debacle. Okay. Um, that was definitely from that Discord. That it was just a link. fucking video. Um. It's the most retarded thing I've seen in a while. Yeah, seems like it. Um. So there was like uh, there was people doing demonstrations of the load time of the PS5, and they were saying like, yes, it's not as good as you, you promised to be, um, because like games were taking like from cold start dashboard to menu was like twenty something seconds, and then from menu to load into your save was like twelve seconds. All right? things considered, fucking blazing fast. Blazing fast, but you want to know one of the examples they finally showed? They were like, listen. We're talking Red Dead 2. Not even made for PS5. It's still optimized for PS4. It's just running on a PS5, right? Yep. Spider-Man Remastered. It's optimized for PS5 because it's made for PS5. Do you oh. know what the load times are in that game? Wasn't they like .1 second or some shit? 18 seconds, I believe, to get from uh, desk, not desktop, uh, dashboard into the main menu. Or se- I think it was 7 seconds. You know how long it took to load a save? 1.8 seconds. <sighs> It, they hit continue, and it just went, Hoo! and just instantly they were standing on a perch as Spider-Man. That's fucking impressive. Notice how it's a game optimized for PS5? Yeah. Yeah. But, what was it? People were saying it wasn't as advertised? Yeah. No shit it wasn't as advertised. It's marketing fluff. Basically. It doesn't It doesn't make sense 
for it to work exactly as advertised. It's not gonna work exactly as advertised, you fucking idiots. Well, yeah. Do you believe every piece of marketing you hear? It's meant to deceive you. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what marketing's about. This was the, uh, the video that did it. Oh, my God. Is that Keanu Reeves? Was that tits? Is that Cyberpunk 2077? It'll be 2077 by the time we see I, it. I mean, if they're showing this, though, it's got to be real. December 10th. I thought it was real with the other one. Right. I'm stretching for a minute. Yeah. So I'm going to show you the load times here because they, they broke down a bunch of games and they compared it. Yeah, right here. So it was only 20 seconds compared to 35 for Final Fantasy. So okay. People, people are like, that's only 15 seconds. God of War was 48 versus 26. 15 seconds. That's fucking pretty. That's that's leagues better. If you think about percentage-wise. 18 to 25 to actually get in. I mean, that's still not bad, though. No, not at all. Journey was this one, 29 to 33, which wasn't very good. But it's just in like, game. it's an SSD. It's not a fucking magic worker, you know? So honestly, though, I feel like it is when you see the Spider-Man one. Look at 59 seconds versus 15. God damn. And then ready? Watch the actual into the game load time. Fucking ridiculous. Uh, the fucking PS4 is still trying to get to the main menu. <laughs> yeah, this is just comparing main menu. Holy shit. Oh. God damn. Yeah, and this is sped up footage too. That's fucking impressive, yeah. actually. And then this Two from, seconds? This is from booting to Dash, but that's the only game they were able to test that's like actually made for the PS5. And literally hit the button, and you're in the game in a, literally two seconds. Yeah, it's, I'm assuming, and it's a Sony first-party game that was made specifically for the PS5, so I imagine it takes full advantage of that storage. Have you ever seen the load times on Ghost of Tsushima? I have not. PS4? I have not. It is the fastest loading game on a hard drive. It literally really? loads in like four seconds. That's not bad. Absolutely. No one knows how they managed to do it. I would love to hear what that hard drive sounds like while it's doing that. But doesn't, <laughs> doesn't sound anything. I'll, I'll launch it after, later, because I have um, it installed. That's like... Because for, for a long time, I had, I had like really... God damn it, I'm doing it again. Red Dead 2. I had it installed on an SSD for a long time. Yeah. And then I had it on... Currently, I have it on my hard drive. And the hard drive that I have is very noisy. Is it? When I launch Red Dead 2 or I open like a large file folder, you can hear it searching. It goes... It's super loud. So I would I would assume... Obviously, not all hard drives are like that. But yeah. I, I would fucking... I would love to hear what that hard drive sounds like. Um, But there was also a little hidden feature that Sony didn't even talk about. That the PS5 does. You want to know what it does? A little bit of an Easter egg. It's, I don't want to say so smart, but it's so smart that you download God of War, right? Yeah. Um, launch it. It takes you through the menu. Santa Monica Studio, PlayStation, First Party, whatever. Then it takes you to a loading screen. The next time you launch the game, it'll know where that ended, and it will skip all of the branding and jump right to the main menu. Oh, that's pretty cool. It'll cut out that part. Yeah. That's pretty cool fucking awesome that it does that so like all, like red dead and uh gta are always notorious for like rockstar rockstar santa monica rockstar north yeah, rockstar. yeah so then it'll just skip all that just completely bypass um it. they don't have it in games anymore but they used to have that where um 
<clears throat> the game would launch and it would give uh it would give like the developer logo and a splash screen or whatever and then it would have like an optimized for Nvidia thing. It would pop Assassin's up Creed and it was like that. a graphic. They still do that? Assassin's Creed says it was uh, like a, Ryzen a big graphic it. and it would go Nvidia. Nvidia. Yeah. And it was it was so fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm glad I haven't seen that in a game in a long time. Oh, Valhalla is gonna do it. <clears throat> is it as ridiculous as the old Nvidia one? No, it just shows the Ryzen logo slam up, and it just says oh, that's... optimized for Ryzen. Oh, that's different. I'm talking about a big ridiculous. Yeah, I remember thing. that one. it would spin and it, it had would the spin lights. Nvidia. Yeah. It was it was super fucking um, ridiculous. Oh, it was game? very much a product of like 2008. Yeah, for sure. Um. Well, yeah, that's funny. Uh, I I do remember. There's a couple games I played that did that. I don't remember which ones. AMD seen... had a weird one too. It was like it was like a. I don't remember that one as well. I think the Ryzen one is similar, but it's sleeker. It's like not as JPEGy. <laughs> it's not a. It's like a 2020 sort it, of thing it, rather than a 2000. Says, yeah, that's what it says. It just it has like a gray background and it fades in and it just says AMD Ryzen and that's it. Oh, okay. So it's not bad. It's not super intrusive. It's funny too because I. You know what's funny is I think it says Ryzen and then Next says NVIDIA because <laughs> I think it wants a Ryzen CPU and a NVIDIA I mean, GPU. that's kind of, well, I guess not anymore, but that was kind of the meta for a while. Was uh, Ryzen and NVIDIA. Now, Ryzen and Ryzen. Ryzen Radeon. and Radeon. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm telling you, bro, if I get a new G- GPU, which I may. You're going to get a 6800X. 6800 XT, baby. Can't afford the 6900, nice, XT. Um, Why aren't you picking that over, like, a 3070? 3080. Yeah, 6800 XT is the competitor for 3080, but what's the yep. price point? 600? 600. It's 50, it's 50 bucks cheaper. 50 bucks cheaper. And outperforms the 3080. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. I told you, AMD is going to mop the fucking floor this yeah. generation. The only thing it doesn't outperform, which doesn't matter, is ray tracing. They're still behind in ray tracing. Okay, so the the twelve games that you get ray tracing in. I do have to say one of them is Cyberpunk, and I wish I could do that on this build. My twenty seventy says I'll have to run it at like a low to get it to work. They released the ray tracing. And I have specs. a twenty, I have a twenty eighty super, so I can't imagine it's going to be much better. No, probably not. It That's actually why... recommends if you want to run the game on high with ray tracing, it recommends a thirty seventy. Oh no shit! I might actually because there are more ray tracing cores on the new on the thirty eighty. Than there are on the 6800 XT. Um, but I will end up getting it just because in, uh, AMD is less of a cunt to work with. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something much harsher than that, but... I was thinking about... This I, is a family show. I was still thinking about contemplating that 3070, but I was thinking for the price, I might <clears> go with the 6800 XT. Which will be a big pain for me because I've never had an AMD GPU, ever. Um... There, I've heard, I've never had an AMD GPU either. The, mm. the only thing I've heard is sometimes the drivers are a bit fucky. Yeah. But they are open sourced. So yeah. if you really wanted to, you can go and fix them. That's true. We'll see though, because by the time that comes around, maybe the 3070 will be even cheaper and I'll just get a 3070. Or maybe NVIDIA will be like, oh fuck, we need to drop our price. I doubt it, but we'll see. Or, or NVIDIA is going to come back hard. Yeah. Maybe with like, because <clears throat> I imagine at NVIDIA, they're probably shitting themselves right now. Like, we were the king for so long. Mm-hmm. And now we might be dethroned. 
So I'm predicting. I have a feeling it won't last long. Predicting in the future, I got my crystal ball out. I'm predicting we're gonna see a 3080-3070 super. That's gonna bump the performance just enough to outperform the 6800-6900 XST. Possibly. Maybe keep the price the same. Yeah. But it's Nvidia. They're a household name. They're I don't much... know how true this is, by the way. Someone just posted on Reddit. I was going through the PC uh, Master Race subreddit. Yeah. He actually posted a photo of a graphics card he just bought, I guess. They're a little far from the mic. Oh. A graphics card that he just bought. Yeah. RTX 3060 Ti. No shit. Said no it was shit. available and I think he was in India. Oh. That's what he bought. Oh. He, he, he got the tech support hookup. Yeah, I don't know how true that is. I don't know if it was just like some sort of meme but it seemed everyone was like, holy shit. And I was like, hmm. I wonder if they're going to hit us with something like that. Because that was the speculation for a while, is that there's going to be a 3060 Ti coming out. Well, there has to be. Yeah. There has to be a budget card at some point. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's my thing. I'm probably going to go AMD soon. Yeah. I'm going to hold off a bit. Um. I was holding off for the, the um, big Navi stuff. And now I'm just going to hold off because I don't have money. Yeah, that's my main reason for doing it. I do have money, but I don't have money that I'm willing... I don't have $600 that I'm willing to drop right now for a GPU. Yeah, understandable. Um, Yeah, I'm just kind of hanging in there. I'm hoping maybe NVIDIA will... Well, see, the thing is, I was going to get a 2070 last year before they came out with the 2070 Super. And... That ended up not being worth it, so I ended up getting the 2070 Super. So I'm thinking of, like you said, I'm probably just going to wait around a bit. Well, Especially yeah. because they're out of stock anyway. I'm definitely thinking there's going to be a tw- uh, 3080 30, and 3070 Super sometime very soon. Yeah, so that's that's kind of what I'm waiting for. That's their that's going to be their clapback for, for AMD. and I would hope so, yeah. They're going to say, oh, we won this generation now. We're still the king. Yeah. But... AMD is encroaching on them. More people are getting AMD. Linus Tech Tips already hyped it up. So more people are buying AMD. Yeah. AMD's making a comeback, baby. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad too because that just means it's just going to have to get better or they're just going to lose. Simple fact. I mean, it's going oh, yeah. to come down to where instead of them launching the 30 series before the uh, Big Navi next year or whenever they do their next cards it's gonna have to be that they hold off and they wait and they're gonna see they're gonna wait for amd amd to do their thing and say how can we make this better i'm sure they're gonna have their own prototype cards and like well this is the numbers we need to beat yeah see the thing i've never understood i mean i'm not i'm not a smart guy i'm not a smart guy but okay yeah i i I see that in you but what i want to know is what is so painful with the the amount of power NVIDIA has. If you've seen their stocks, the amount of fucking money they make. Oh, yeah. What is so hard about them saying, oh, okay, $700, $38, let us make it 500 bucks. Yeah, it's $200 cheaper, but... It's to ring out the uh, people who buy them. Yeah. So, like, like that right there, that would be, that'd be the killing blow. If they made the 3080, 400 bucks, or 500 bucks, sorry. That would. What is the point of a 6800 XT? Why? Because you get a little bit more performance out of what, a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars more? Yeah, they also need that money because, at this point, a lot of their work and research goes into like real computing issues and not just like making gaming graphics cards. Yeah, they do a lot of AI stuff. Which sure, is- sure, that's their money maker is the gaming stuff. But 
more of their research and stuff and more of their money, I think, is going to that AI and, well, and like, supercomputing thing. Well, I have, uh, I've been using DLSS on <clears throat> Valhalla, and, I mean, I, I didn't turn it off yet to see, like, what the difference was. Okay. But a lot of people, like, love DLSS, where they do AI upscaling and shit. Oh, okay. Have you seen that? I have not. I, we talked about it when we were first discussing the 30 series. Oh, um, yeah, it's the thing where it... it does some weird shit where it runs at a certain resolution but looks like a, a it, higher resolution. It basically will use AI to give you way higher frame rates for some games. Like, Control with Ray Tracing went from, like, fucking 27 frames to, like, 85. That's pretty cool. Just with this AI upscaling. <clears throat> um, so, like, on one hand, it's like you also get that, where, say you get your Radeon 6800, uh, 6800 XT, say Cyberpunk comes out, you turn on Ray Tracing, which it actually won't support at launch. AMD ray tracing, you don't want no to shit. support NVIDIA ray tracing. Um, just say you turn it on though, uh, you run it at high 1440p and you're getting 40 frames or 60 frames or something like that, right? Yeah. What how, does that compare to say you get the 3080 for <clears throat> 100 bucks more, mm-hmm. but you get the DLSS support, so now you can run the game at 120, 140. Some people that matters. Me personally, I mean. I'd probably choose raw power over AI upscaling, but oh yeah, but yeah. some people that might actually be more of a value proposition like in, for them. Nvidia's juicing; they're taking performance-enhancing drugs. Literally, basically, yeah. Um. So we're at we're at about an hour now. Yeah. Um, and we haven't delved into this yet, and we are, Everyone. we are the anti-Apple podcast, according to some. Yeah, so it's time we act. So it's time to complain. Oh, Chris. Oh, daily dose of anti-Apple. Let's get it. All right. Moving on from NVIDIA and AMD. Unless you have any closing thoughts. No, that was really it. Just, I mean, there's their value proposition, too, with their AI software, you know, because they're bringing that stuff over to gaming. Yep. So. Apple. (laughs) They finally unveiled their first, uh, like, flagship desktop uh, ARM processor. Yeah. M1. M1. The M1 chip. And, according to Apple, it offers 3.9 times faster video processing and 7.1 times faster video processing. However, in the actual marketing fluff, they don't tell you what they're comparing it to. Yeah, I was going to say. 3.9 say, times faster base? than. What's the base? Is that, is that faster than a Note So, eight? you have <laughs> to read the footnotes. And the footnote says... The i7 MacBook Air is what they're comparing it to. Oh, you mean the one they probably thermal throttled? Yes, the one they purposely thermal throttled to make shittier so that their ARM ones look better. Yeah. Um, But also that doesn't specify what CPU it is. Yeah, it just said <clears> i7 <throat> MacBook, right? Yeah. People that i7, woo! i7 could be fucking anything. Yeah. My laptop, my, my ThinkPad from 2013 has an i7 in it. Mm-hmm. That M1 chip's probably better than that. Yeah. I have uh, my laptop over there. i5. Guess what, though? It's only a dual-core laptop. Fucking, yeah, exactly. And you know. and the MacBook Air, despite, you know, the obvious overheating issues, the CPUs that were in there were so fucking dinky. They were so tiny. Yeah. That comparing it, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just marketing fluff that, um, every fucking tech company does. Um, not just Apple. Um, yeah. They also, 
more interestingly, they did say the same thing about the integrated graphics. They said it was twice as powerful. But they literally, not anywhere on the page, list twice as powerful as what? They don't mm-hmm. they don't compare it to anything. Yeah. They just says twice as powerful. Twice as powerful as what, Apple? Yeah. The only the only thing I will say, and we can verify this after, is I watched uh I didn't watch, I saw an article that was doing uh benchmarks. And supposedly I don't know if they did both CPU and GPU with this chip, but on the GPU side of things it beat out a sixteen fifty Ti. Really? Yes. Mm. Interesting. That's the one thing that I did see. I didn't I it beat it out in a, a render. Um I think the sixteen fifty rendered like hundred twenty frames and the Apple one did like hundred thirty five or something. Hmm. That's interesting. Um they also didn't list what benchmarks they used. They said industry typical benchmarks or industry standard um benchmarks, which don't fucking mean anything to me. You need to tell me what industry standard benchmarks. Are you talking like Fire Strike? Yeah. Are you talking like fucking? Um, are you talking like uh, Cinebench, Geekbench? Um. Also, my apologies. It was a 1050 Ti, not a 1650. I knew that sounded a little oh. too powerful. Oh, 1050. I could shit a better graphics card than a 1050 <laughs> Ti. At well, this a point. 1050 Ti. I mean. For for an APU to outperform that, but a a fucking Ryzen APU will outperform it. Think so? Because I mean, it's on par with the RX five sixty. I don't know if mm. Ryzen really has on board. Hmm. Interesting. Also, um, I mean, I'm not like a, I'm not a fucking professional with this stuff. I just 1050 Ti for an APU. I think about like the APU in your phone, which is obviously heavily thermal throttled, but. I just don't think it, I, I feel like it can't be that good um, no. Maybe it is I don't know But What I will say Is um, Who fucking cares The 1050 Ti is a gaming card You're it's not gonna be going playing games on, a, on your MacBook On your MacBook Air You know Yeah And <clears throat> They did a lot of the The typical tech company bullshit where they put charts and graphs and shit. With no numbers. With no numbers. And yeah. they don't tell you anything, so you have no idea what you're looking at. Yeah. I don't know how that's legal for marketing, but... I, I don't either. Um, Plus, overall, you have to keep in, in thought thermal throttling with these chips. I mean, it is in a laptop after all. That's true. Uh, a, a laptop made by Apple. Where thin and light uh, takes precedence over... Um, usability. Usability and, and heat. So... Yeah. It's less of a laptop, and you got to put it on a desk because it'll burn your fucking legs off top. <laughs> um, it's just shady and misleading. Uh, not that I'm really surprised, but not an anti-Apple podcast. As much as we complain about Apple. All big tech companies do this. Weren't we just complaining about NVIDIA? <laughs> yes, all big tech companies do it. NVIDIA, NVIDIA is a series. very, very big offender on this. NVIDIA is a very big, big offender on this. They did it with the 30 series, too. They've done it with every GPU release. They just put a graph there, but they don't put numbers. Yeah. So it could be technically one frame better, because they don't give you a scale. I know. That big-ass jump you see could be just a frame. Yeah, or like half a frame. You don't know what the scale is. 
Yeah. They don't tell you, so it doesn't fucking mean anything. NVIDIA does this. Apple does it. Samsung, I'm pretty sure, does it too. Yeah. AMD's been guilty of it. Yeah. Intel. Everyone fucking does it. So I'm not complaining about Apple specifically. I just spit. Don't forget, though, Intel beats AMD with Battlefield 5. <laughs> Why the fuck are they still benchmarking Battlefield 5? Oh, that's funny. And the kicker here, believe it or not, in their MacBook Pros, they still offer Intel CPUs. Hmm, why and is that? And in the 16-inch the MacBook Pro, it's only available with an Intel CPU because a Pro machine cannot be built with an ARM-based CPU. Just cannot. No. It's not there. It's not. It's basically a mobile processor. Yeah, like, like I said, it's it's a toy for a, a MacBook Air. A MacBook Air is a toy. It's not a it's not a fucking pro machine. No. You're not gonna do any serious work on a MacBook Air. No, unless uh, unless your serious work is writing up something in Google Docs. Yeah, and like Excel and shit like that. Uh, and even Excel, it might struggle with, might overheat. Watch out. Yeah, you'll get thermal throttled on one all one thousand rows. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is like. I, I still think even though it's a much lower power chip, because it's still 10 watts. The other, the Intel chip that was in the MacBook Airs was 10 watts. Yeah. Still 10 watts. They're probably going to dissipate it a lot better to make it look better because it's their chip. Well, I want to see someone take apart these new Macbooks with the M1 chip and see how the cooling is because they fucked over the Intel chip by not That's a very cooling. interesting thing that I would also like to see. That's yeah. very interesting. I would I would definitely like to see how much better they cool their chip than they did Intel's. Yeah. I mean, I would think they cool it um, a bit more because I watched someone benchmark it as well, and they said the fans took forever to kick on. Um, and they, mm. even, they even saw thermal throttling before the fans would kick on. Hmm. So. I just don't think they have their priorities straight, especially when they start labeling things as pro. Buying a pro machine outside of, like, probably a Mac Pro, or maybe even an iMac Pro, too. Those are, like, five grand. Yeah. Um, aside from those two machines, their pro line doesn't mean shit. No. Their pro line is like... Their pro means, hey, dummy, who knows nothing, buy our product. Exactly. Like, buy this thing because it says pro, you'll look like a pro, but then again, you get a big, stinky laptop that looks nice, sure, but it doesn't function because it's so fucking hot, and it just, it makes a lot of noise... And it's just obnoxious. It's paper thin, so there's no ports. There's no ports. It's so a, it's, it's a pro model, but you can, you can't even plug a fucking mouse into it. It's, it's USB C. Did we mention that? It's the only port. It's a USB C. You get two USB Cs. Be be grateful for that, dipshits. Um, and that's that's my biggest thing is I fucking hate the lack of ports. I'm, yeah. This is all modern. I have laptops. like I have like eight USB ports, and I'm still mad. <laughs> I'm like still upset, so but anyway, to, back you know, to the show. Anti uh, Anti Apple podcast. Anti Apple podcast. Fuck Apple. Yeah. I'm still fucking absolutely reeling about that the iPhone charger thing, um, and the fact that you literally cannot repair an iPhone 12. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. That's fucking ridiculous. And they they claim to be oh we we're not including a charge brick for. A, for the environment and they're creating more e-waste yeah i'm not gonna complain too much anymore but apple m1 chip 
What do you what do you think? What are your overall thoughts? What's your conclusion? Um, well, you know, I think the numbers are great, uh, but there's no numbers to back up those numbers. You know, you're, you're 3.9 times faster and 7.1 times faster. Okay. Sounds fantastic. Holy shit. This is the fastest map book ever. Oh, wait a minute. They're comparing it to a Snapdragon 850. Ooh. That's like, I can say like, I'm, I'm 10 times faster than the person I just raced. Well, the person I just raced has no legs. <laughs> I won't tell you that. No, I'll leave that part out. That yeah. way you think I'm just super fast. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, personally, I don't give a fuck because I don't, I don't buy into Apple's crap system. I wanted to say something funny like crapo system instead of ecosystem, but crap system just sounds better. It's just crap. It's just, it, it's, it's bunk, all of it. It's, I, I do want to see performance numbers though. I want to see like a real unbiased review Yeah. and a real unbiased teardown of the MacBook. Uh, yeah. The new MacBooks with the the M1. I want I want Apple to make an M2 chip that slaughters all the other processors because then good for them. But the problem is they're not gonna, not with their ARM based CPU. Not when you have options out there like the Ryzen nine. Like, dude, it's always gonna be a joke. I oh, mean, of course. What like you said about the Pro designation? You know, if they make a Mac Pro, is it gonna have an M1 an M2? No, 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 no. no. It's gonna have probably an i9 or a Ryzen nine if they decide oh, to go an AMD. It's like, they 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 put out a new mac pro is it gonna have a fucking m1 no it's gonna have a xeon it's gonna oh, have, a, Z- xeon. Oh, yeah, they it's come gonna with have a xeon platinum oh, i didn't even realize yeah so it's gonna yeah okay i didn't even realize those came with xeon so, oh yeah, yeah there's xeon it's gonna be a fucking xeon that's man. why the cpu costs like 10 grand in that thing yeah it's a it's like a xeon platinum 22 core cpu yeah and that thing's a fucking behemoth you're not gonna get a behemoth like that out of a fucking arm based cpu no absolutely not Everything and and saying, oh, I have an eight core. We have an eight core ARM CPU. Fucking everything is an eight core ARM CPU. I have an eight core ARM CPU on my phone. Mm-hmm. Also, what was the the clock speed? Wasn't it slow? Don't know. Didn't read it. I don't know if they listed it there. Actually, three point two gigahertz. Three point two gigahertz and three point six. I don't buy that for a fucking second. How long is it supposed to run at three point two? If they can't cool the thing, they couldn't cool the, the they can't cool the thing. So how's it supposed to run? Through, how long is it supposed to sustain 3.2 gigahertz? Uh, I bet this asshole has something to say about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has a thermal gun too. He's fucking. But he has a pre-production model, so I imagine. I imagine, and he also writes for a website called Apple Insider, so I imagine he's probably very biased. Core i9? See, why do I not feel like that's true? An i9 in what sense? In what machine? MacBook Pro. Both in MacBook Pro, the M1 and an i9. Yes, because a MacBook Pro i9 isn't being cooled. Yeah. The thing is, is constantly thermal throttling, so it runs like shit. Yeah. Regardless, I mean, I'm going to have to see to believe it. I'm going to have to see people being, you know out in the wild with these things and uh, i want to see this apple m1 chip against a properly cooled mobile i9 yeah then i'll believe it's that good yeah a properly cooled mobile i9 yeah exactly both running at top capacity because essentially the way they cool it now is they have like a little toddler in there blowing on it 
Yeah. And it goes, <laughs> and then it doesn't cool down for shit. Yeah. So, hey, you know, whatever. I mean, I, I, I'll have to see it. Until I see valid proof of a controlled environment where they're both properly cooled, running in identical systems, and we see that it really does outperform an i9, I'm not going to believe that for a second. Oh, no fucking chance. Um, no chance. I mean, granted, I have a desktop CPU, but I have a liquid-cooled i9 here running at a steady 4.6 gigahertz. Yeah, but there's a desktop. There's no comparison, really. Yeah, there's no comparison. Because that runs at, like, 95 watts, and the... the it's fucking, 10 watt, right? Or yeah, and the, it, it's probably, like, 20 watt, yeah. the, the laptop i9. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got on the M1. You got anything else? No. <laughs> I don't. Round it out. We end in the show? Yeah, fuck you guys. I'm out. Wait, wait. This is my house. Chris, get the fuck out. All right, see you. Watch out for your laptop. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, man. If you guys could see, Chris just took a step to, to be funny. He was a millimeter away from decimating his laptop. It would have been fine. The boy's okay. He's been smacked around a few times. Yeah, I don't think he's had 300 pounds crushing in on their center mass. Uh, it's just a... It'll be fine. Anyway, you can contact us at Synapse Misfire uh, at, at PM.me. PM. Yeah, there you go. I don't know why PM. I stumbled through that one. Um, you know, be sure to check out the RSS feed. Be sure to check us out on Spotify. All that shit is linked down below. Um, and we won't be here ever again. Goodbye, guys. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, see, 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 see you later. You don't have anything funny to add? No, I'm just looking at Oscar. He's just kind of stretching out. He's just, he's just chilling there. He's just sitting there. Okay, bye. Yeah, I'm actually going to even keep that. I'm just going to go. I'm keeping all the equipment? Yeah, yeah, Damn, look at that, guys. I made money. This is how you double your profit. Just Start a podcast, go half on equipment, and then steal it. All right, see you. All right bye. <laughs>